Yes, indeed. Cheers all around. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Tuesday Night Flight. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG. I'm here, but I won't be alone tonight, baby. Got the boss, BJ, joining up in a few. Uh, but I'm going I'm to go ahead and I'm going to kick this thing off because we got some big news that just hit the wire a little while ago. So we need to get into that. And I guess that'll be, you know, the lead with uh, the show tonight because, you know, we'll start from there and we'll work into uh, 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 the rest of it, um, especially the meat of it. So I guess we're going to make this a, a show sandwich and we're going to start off with a piece of bread and that piece of bread right now. Wow. What? Wow. <sighs> Kids boy, that piece of bread is LeBron James is in health and safety protocols and expected to miss several games. The speculation is LBJ has tested positive for COVID. Uh, even though he is vaccinated. So um uh that's the the thoughts right now. Um and this is coming from ESPN. LeBron James ended the league's health and safety protocols and we're not playing Tuesday's game against the Kings. The Los Angeles Lakers announced it is expected expected that James will miss several games, sources told Adrian Wojnarowski. James has already missed eleven of the Lakers' twenty two games coming into Tuesday for injuries and a suspension. LA seven and four with James season. And four and seven without him. If a player has a confirmed positive test for COVID-19, the NBA mandates a minimum of 10 days of isolation away from his team without any physical activity. After that period, a player must undergo a cardiac screening and reconditioning in order to be cleared to return to the court. A player who tests positive also could also clear protocol by returning two negative PCR tests within a 24-hour period. Uh, James revealed on Lakers Media Day in late September that he had received the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, we got the man of the hour, Tower Power, Too Sweet to Ever Be Sour. Delonte joining. Good. good to have you back, brother. It's good to be back in studio. Yes, sir. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. Nothing much, man. I mean, it's LeBron news hitting, and he's been in the news the last couple of weeks an awful lot. Um... But first yeah. and foremost, go go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was about to say yeah, his new nickname is uh LaTMZ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. Uh, and we're gonna get into that other thing in a minute. But um, LeBron may miss some time away. And here's the thing: nothing's been confirmed. It just says he's in the health and safety protocols. And could miss 10 days. I mean, I don't want to make assumptions and be like, oh, well, he got COVID. I don't want to make assumptions because nothing has been said. Now, TMZ says LeBron tests positive for COVID-19. TMZ and the Washington Post are the only ones that are saying COVID. And the New York Post. If that's the case, he's vaccinated. Uh, Not sure if he's showing any signs or symptoms. Delonte, just give me your expert opinion and, and what you would think in this situation because it, it's 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 crazy because 
Damn, LeBron just been in damn news for the last two weeks. He been in the news cycle an awful lot. But just let me t- let me hear your thoughts on this latest uh, event. I I think um, well for one, it's actually pretty astonishing that he's just now getting it. If he does have it, considering that KD got it early, James Harden and Russ they got it early. Um, you know, quite a few, a, a lot of players got it early, but it's quite astonishing that he just now get it considering the fact that you see him at his son's games like both his son's games you see him at these halloween parties at these drake parties at these uh the baby little baby um big baby parties um i as far as you know um some news outlets saying uh health and safety um I mean, it's possible, but more than likely, he probably he probably was exposed. He probably does have COVID. Um, of course, with the vaccine, it doesn't you know hit you as hard. Uh, well, it's not supposed to, but it, unfortunately, some people who have been vaccinated got COVID, and, and you know some some of those people we we've lost. So this is you know there's definitely no joking matter. Um, uh, yeah, he, I mean, he probably was just. You know, out, you know, since it's out, just out. But you know, this thing is, is, is airborne. You know, um, I always said all of us uh, uh, will likely get it at some point. Um, we had it, you know, um, not sure who else has had it, but everybody's, they you know, to get it. But uh, it's pretty astonishing, pretty amazing that he's, you know, he's just now getting it. Considering the fact that a lot of his NBA peers, you know, they had it early. Chris Paul had it early in the season. So, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely in the news a lot. His birthday coming up. I think his birthday is next week, something like that. Maybe 37. I think it's, uh, is it the 31st? I forget December what it 31st? is. I think it is. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me pull that up. But um, now we're talking about LeBron James being in the news an awful lot. December 30th. Yeah. I'm sorry. December 30th. Gotcha. Now, this is what we were originally supposed to talk about. Mm-hmm. He got um two fans ejected in Indiana over derogatory comments. Now, there's some speculation that these fans didn't say anything to him. But now, you know, I've, I've watched a couple of videos prepping for this show. And... A couple YouTubers were like, well, nobody said anything to LeBron. He just wants somebody to bow down to him. He had a whole Karen meltdown on the side, on the, on, on the court. He had a Karen meltdown. He, that's that was. He wants to be in control. The thing is, everybody that was around that section had said that on more than one occasion, the, the couple that was ejected said some derogatory things to LeBron about Bronny. And basically, what they said was, I hope Bronny dies in, in, in a car wreck next week. Foul. That's foul. That's, That's speculation on the street. Yeah. I, I'm going to say this. The, the young lady, I, I, I didn't in particular care for the face she made, the whole pouty face as she was walking away. I'm, I'm not going to go political. I want to so bad. Uh, you know, but we, you know, we as as a country, we've been through so much. You know, with um, what's the boy that that cow kid? You know, his his theatrics, of 
airport. And then, you know, um, the, the situation down in Georgia, but her pouting is kind of like, oh, you, you know, she was, it was like, oh, I, I said those bastardly things and you're going to get me kicked out. You can't take it. Like, man, kids are off limits. I say it all the time. Kids are off limits. You know what I'm saying? Because you, I know if anybody talk about Dario or anybody from your crew or if they talk about Landon or, or Cam or if they talk about little BJ or what have you, you liable to get your teeth knocked out of your mouth for real. Like kids are off limits. And, and for you to be telling somebody, I hope your kid, your son dies, Ronnie dies in a car accident, like, bro, you ought, you know what I'm saying? She ought to get her, her teeth knocked out of her, her mouth. The same thing with that dude. You know, he, he, he looking like, what did we do wrong? Like, come on, man. It's that privilege. I ain't gonna go too far, but it's, it's that privilege. And she, you know, making a pouty face, looking stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Come on, like you know what I'm saying? We 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 we've been through enough, man. We've been That's through true. enough, man. So you know, so for you to and she did do that, and then she gonna top it off with the with the pouty face, like yeah, she did, she deserved to have Layla Ali come out of retirement, knock her goddamn teeth out of her mouth, like come on, <laughs> that's 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 super foul. Kids are off limits. Agreed. Uh, and of course. We got the boss, the man that signs all the checks, and he's going to be signing even bigger checks because the news came down that uh, he signed with the Washington football team as a new kicker, the boss, BJ. What's happening, man? What's happening? Not much, man. Discussing these current events. Yeah, I hear y'all, man. I ain't doing nothing, man. Hey, if I did sign with the Washington football team, they're going to get a – I told KG earlier, they're going to get two kicks out of me before I tear everything in my knee <laughs> and tear my hamstring. Man. They're getting two 15-yard kicks. I'm done. Well, that might stop them from going forward on fourth down on the three-yard line, but we'll get into that in a minute. But um, your thoughts on LeBron James – uh, entering health and, and uh, safety protocol, and also this thing with the hecklers from last week and what they allegedly said uh, to LeBron. What are your thoughts on those? Um, first, with the, the whole COVID thing, you know, have they confirmed it? Because it seems like everything I read, they're kind of dancing around if that's what it is. But, I mean, he's going to the – that that list so we assume that's what it is and it seems like you know for no well not seems like for the most part of LeBron's career he's been healthy and able to play you know for the most part of it seemed like the last couple of years it's really you know that age might be catching up to him you know he's, he's been you know for the most part healthy and had longevity so hopefully that oh Ryan I'm talking Hopefully, for the most, this is uh, you know a, a, another minor setback. The Lakers can't afford too many minor setbacks because this is not a team that you know is a young spring chicken team. They need to get whatever's wrong ironed out now. So the sooner LeBron is, and that's not going to happen without LeBron James. It's the sooner he can come back and they can get this thing together and figure out who's leaving come the trade deadline, <laughs> the better off. 
for the Lakers, but you know, we wish them a speedy recovery. And to the second part of that message, if, if what's true is being reported, that um, with the uh, stop, with the um, what those hecklers were saying, they definitely need to be uh, put out and banned. Like you just, it's it's a it's 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 a fine line between heckling and then just completely going over the line. As you know, you know, you got these people that feel like because they bought a ticket, they can say anything they want to say, and it's not, it's not the case. It's you, you can still go over the line completely. And uh, if that Brian stop, if that's what was said, then they they need to be kicked out, and the Pacers need to put a ban on them, a lifetime ban on them. Um, it was a couple of other sources that said that. They weren't the only ones saying it, but of course that's what part of LeBron court them, so they could find out who else was saying it. They need to join the band with them because that's unacceptable. I agree with that wholeheartedly, and what uh, Delonte said prior to you joining was kids off limits, and I mean that's the thing you want to root for your team and. You know me, what was it? LeBron's in Miami for four years. They won two championships. I could not stand LeBron James. And I'm a LeBron fan. But he went down there and he prevented my Bulls from winning the championship for four years. That was our window at the time. So, you know, I, I couldn't stand LeBron then. So I, I went through the same thing with Kobe. I went through the same thing with uh Isaiah Thomas and guys like that, because if they're preventing the Bulls from winning, I can't like you. I can't like you. And, you know, once he moved to Cleveland and the Bulls kind of fell off, okay, I like you again. Uh, once Kobe and Shaq, you know, weren't together, the Lakers were in contention, but the Bulls weren't, I can like you. But I'll never say anything about either. If I don't like you, I'm never going to say anything about your kids. And that goes for any sport. You don't do that. That's just not. That's not being an upstanding human being. It don't matter what race, color, creed you are. It's not being an upstanding human being to attack a child. That had nothing to do with, you know, your your rivalry, your hate of what LeBron James is able to do on a basketball court it has nothing to do with it. And, you know, th that's me speaking from, as BJ say, a 40-year-old mind. It's it's not necessary. Uh, on the the big news that dropped today, if it, it, a couple news outlets, the Washington Post, New York Post, and somebody else confirmed and said, he, you know, he had, he does, he tested positive for COVID. And, you know, m most times I always say, I hope it's a false positive. Because we get a lot of those. You get a positive test a day, and then you get two negative tests back-to-back. -back. So I'm hoping that's what it is. But uh, we, we we shall see. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, And he's missed a lot of games this year. He's missed 11 games out of 22. He's missed half the season so far. In the last four years, LeBron has missed 71 games. In the first 15 years, uh, of his career, he's only missed 71 games. 
So, you know, maybe Father Time is catching up to him and, and a lot of other things. Huh? Yeah. That's, that's 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 what I'm thinking, too. It's just like, you know, look, he, you know, he, he, you know, we've seen his regiment to keep his body up and he goes through great lengths to, you know, stay in shape and recover and recoup. And, you know, a lot of his, co- you know, uh, colleagues, you know, praise him on that. He spends a lot of money to keep his body up. But, you know, at what point do you start breaking down as time start catching up? We will see because the Lakers, they have a whole lot of basketball left to be played and they have a whole lot of issues because even without LeBron James, that team should still be winning, you know, with Anthony Davis, Carmelo and Russ. And that's, it's not happening. So and that's why it's, and, you know, knocking on the door, come to trade down the Lakers might be looking to move somebody like who is going to be probably not going to be Anthony Davis or LeBron James, so who's going to be the odd man out if this isn't working come trade deadline? But you need LeBron James on the floor to figure out what's going on and if he can make it work. Um, you know, just being on the floor, can it, you know, can he help the, 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 the chain move, so to speak? So we shall see. Oh, yes, I, I already know who they're going to move. Avery Bradley. It'll likely be Russ. Nah, <laughs> it'll likely be Russ. And you know what? I said oh, I say the same thing because Carmelo's been a scapegoat the last couple teams. Oklahoma, Houston, you know, he's been a scapegoat the last couple times. And it's just like between the he two of them, work. it look – say it again? M- Melo putting in work. If you, he, I think yeah, he, he is. His, his, his three-point percentage is, is uh, top ten, top five, one of them. Yeah, he's in that, and that's I was about to say the same thing. It's like he's 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 working. Mellow Mellow's working. Mellow's you know, and it's just like Russ isn't working, and it's and it's painfully obvious Russ isn't working. So, and the thing is, Russ is Russ. Isn't you're not at a point of Russ' career where you can change the way he plays the game. And I'm going to turn back the clock a little bit because I have blame to put on why Russ is this way. And it was one Mr. Scott Brooks. If he had a coach with some balls, if he had a coach with structure and that coach that didn't like, hey, what do you guys want to do? You know, not, you know what I'm saying? That molded him basically to let him run and do what the hell he wanted to do all game. You know? And, and Russ is a hell of a player. Russ plays at 100%. But a lot of times, Russ is out of control. And, and Russ is doing things and shooting shots he shouldn't be doing. It's not, it's not what they need him to do. They need Russ to off the dribble, go to the basket, attack. That's what they need Russ to do. Hustle on defense, get the rebounds. You know what I'm saying? They don't need Russell Westbrook to shoot threes and jumpers. They just don't need that until he realized that he might be on his way out. So we'll see. Most definitely. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, switching gears. Coming home, we just gave you a slice of bread. Now we're going to put some meat on that bread. The Washington football team wins their third game in a row, 17-15. And before we get into the stats of this game, I promised that we were going to serve dinner tonight. So tonight's menu includes broad crow on a bed of brown rice, sautéed asparagus with giblet gravy, now, everybody can have some, but the boss BJ get first service, please. 
Please. And I, hey, I have no problem eating my crow because the way the team was playing, I predicted two more wins for the rest of the season. It just wasn't cohesive. They they looked lost offensively and defensively. And the last couple of weeks, they put it together and they've already surpassed what my win total, which was two. They're at three now. And now they're sitting. Are they sitting in the last spot in the NFC playoffs? No, they're sitting on the outside looking in. They're sitting. At, oh, okay. But did, okay. wait, aren't they expanding the playoff format this year? No, 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 no. It's already they already had expanded it last year. That's why I'm trying to see if I can uh, NFL because they say seven. Yeah, it's seven. Picture. It's seven. I'm trying to see. I thought they. I thought they had the last spot. I could be wrong, which I I am a lot. Um. Uh, what am I looking at? Oh, okay. That's a. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, we we okay. not as high tech. Okay, I'm in it now. Yes, Washington is in the seventh spot right yeah, now. They're, yeah, they're they're in it. Washington, Washington is in the seventh spot right now. The Vikings on the outside looking in. So yeah. next week, uh, yeah, I wish I had the matches for next week. So Washington, if the, the season ends today, are in the playoffs and they probably will be playing the Packers. In yeah, Miami. they would have to go to That's Green Bay, which isn't which isn't a bad map, matchup the way they're playing. Um. But here's the thing. Like I said, I have no problem eating my crow. Absolutely not. I, hey, I'm, I love the way they're playing. Um, if you go back and listen to our shows, our, our DC Sports Rundowns, you'll never hear any Taylor Heineke slander from me. Mm. So let's serve this crow to a lot of people for the last all, damn near all season. Taylor Heineke is a backup QB at best. He doesn't have the arm. He doesn't have this. He doesn't have that. Here you are sitting in the seventh seed. And I made a statement a couple of weeks ago. I said, not not, not downing Taylor Heineke, but you had to decide what you was going to do. And Ron Rivera decided what he was going to do, which was stick with Taylor Heineke to ride his team out for the rest of the season. And I made a suggestion, hey, maybe go get Cam. You know, you know what Cam can do. You know what, you know, what he gives you. And now you can tune an offense to that and have – you know, uh, uh, somebody you know everything what they can do, which is Cam. You're still kind of trying to fill out Taylor Heineke. But over the last couple of weeks, Taylor Heineke is coming to his own. He's out there playing with the utmost confidence. And it, it and it doesn't have to be pretty every week, ladies and gentlemen. A win is a win, you know. And the more ways you find a win, the, the better you go off in the season because you've come across these – these different scenarios like the worst thing you could do is 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 have a, a a nice smooth wave and then you get to the end of the season and you start having these difficult games where you gotta like last night the onside kick the two-point conversion interception all that stuff plays into your experience going along so now you've already seen this you already seen that you get deeper in the season you you're more seasoned and experienced than teams are facing so Washington is in a good spot. I haven't seen Ron Rivera that pumped up in a long time. Long time. Long time. He, he, he was feeling himself last night. Very well he should. This is the third game in a row. Washington, the defense has dominated. Third game in a row. And think, they played three games without Montez Sweat. and or, or, Three games without Montez Sweat. Two and a half games without 
uh, Chase Young. Last night, total yards. Washington 371. Seahawks 267. Uh, they outpassed Washington 233 to 219. But Washington outrushed Seattle. They held them to 34 yards. Washington had 152. Uh, 27 first downs for Washington. 10 for uh, Seattle. A big thing, third down efficiency. Washington was 5 of 13. I thought they could be, they could have been better on third down, but they they also got uh uh they got Seattle off the field. They held Seattle to fourth and four and twelve on third down efficiency. 79 total plays to Seattle's 45. Now here's the here's something. I've never seen a Washington defense. In a long time. It's been a long, long time. I mean, Washington defense that was dominant. Uh, I wouldn't even say 91 was dominant. 91 was efficient. It was a well-oiled machine. I wouldn't say it was dominant. But to hold the team to 18 minutes, 20 seconds of possession, while you had 41 minutes and 40 seconds of possession, that is NFC East ball. You got a running back at Antonio Gibson, who was 29 carries, career high, 111 yards, season high. That's how you grind it out. J.D. McKissick, seven uh, seven carries, 30 yards, and a touchdown. He also had five catches for 26 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Heineke, 27 to 35, 223, a touchdown and a pick. Uh, Scary Terry, four for 51. DeAndre Carter, 4 for 42. Gibson, 7 for 35. Logan Thomas, 3 for 31. And what should have been a touchdown to seal the game. But on further, upon further review, I can get it. I, I, I get where they why they called it uh, incomplete. Uh, Landon Collins, flourishing, flourishing in this hybrid role as the drop-down safety. Uh, he had seven tackles last night. Cam Curl had four in a sack. Uh, Shaka Tony had two tackles and a sack. Um, Jonathan Allen, and and I was thinking about this. I said, you got Jonathan Allen. You got uh, Deron Payne. You got uh, 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 Matt Ioannidis. Now, Montez Sweat, Chase Young, those guys are hurt. Chase Young's done for the season. I'm a big Ioannidis guy. I've always been a big Ioannidis guy because I love the way he plays. I've sat back and just isolated him. And watched how he played. And the motor that that dude got on him is beautiful. He got after Russell Wilson an awful lot. Uh, I wish he would have got after him on that last drive. Because they played good until that last drive. And Russell Wilson drove them, what, 97 yards for a touchdown? And damn near tied the game? I wish they could have played a little bit better on that drive. But, (sighs) That defense deserves a lot of the credit, a lot of the praise. They played lights out for the third game straight. In the show notes, it says, stop the Heineke slander. I'm saying all over the internet, we still need a quarterback. If Fitzpatrick was playing, we'll be 7-4 and four right now. Well, Fitzpatrick ain't playing. Fitzpatrick got $10 million to sit home right now. He's not coming back this season. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not walking through that door. Brad Johnson is not walking through that door. Tony Banks is not walking through that door. Ride with uh, with Taylor Heineke and leave it be. Everybody talking about, oh, now three weeks ago, everybody was talking about 
the uh the kid from liberty and and oh that's gonna be our next quarterback oh man we need to trade and get somebody oh we might have a chance to get russell wilson Uh uh-uh uh-uh take what you got right now live in the moment because what you're doing right now is not it's not where 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 it is and you're right, Ben. Ever did mess up in, in the coverage uh, on the last drive because Collins went out. And the Shades of Everett, they're playing cover two. And the Shades of Everett, you got the two safeties out wide. His responsibility is the middle of the field. He drifted off, depending on how you're looking at it. If you're looking at it from Russell Wilson's angle, he's drifting off from the right. And receiver went right behind him. Split the safeties. Easy throw. I mean, I could have made that throw from my knees. And completed that. It's just a flick of the wrist. But this defense, the way they're playing, the the, the offense is starting to click a little bit. And I th- I don't want to get ahead of myself. And you, you you gentlemen can tell me if you agree. The way the offensive line is playing is reminiscent of NFC East football, ground and pound. You got the big uglies up front letting them do their job, and it don't matter who's in the game. It's at the point right now, I can run for 125 yards in the first half behind that line. I know I can. I know I can have about 40 yards after contact because ain't nobody going to touch me till I get to the second level. Gentlemen, how do y'all feel about that? I agree. Um, I was – I ain't going to lie. The, the, the ending of that game scared me with the onside kick, but for the most part, that defense was locked down. Uh, Russ couldn't do much of nothing. Uh, their running game couldn't do much of nothing. The, this one streak, um, their opponents haven't been able to do much of nothing. Um, I'm I'm impressed, man. You know they they lost their anchor uh, Chase Young, but they haven't missed the beat. So nah, props out to the defense. They're killing it. BJ. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm. I hear a couple of F-bombs and stuff. I am playing Madden 22. Um, yeah, you know what, man? It's crazy that this defense is come together without the two anchor pieces up front, you know. Two of the, the you know, vaunted first-round picks, you know. So, Tired of hearing that. Yeah, 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 and a lot of people are. So it's just like, you know, it's interesting to see that. But at the same time, you, now it's just like, okay. And, and something we say on this all the time, it's like next man up, next man up. We got to see what we got. If you don't see what you got, you don't know what you got. You, you're putting people in that you can't depend on. You know, you, you have to see what you got. And Washington, they they, they looking good, man. They're looking good. It looks like, you know, for the most part that, uh that you know, this defense is – on this footing. So, I mean, I don't see why this this they keep it up, man. You know, Jack Derry, hey, I've been bashing them on this on this show. Got to give credit where credit is due. They've been they've been playing, they've been balling out. They finally got Landon Collins down where he needs to be. Why it took so long, I don't know, but you know, that's beyond the point. So now, hey, let's go. You know, let's let's see, let's see what this defense can do, man. Like for real, like the sky's the limit for them. So, 
sorry, y'all. I'm getting getting passes thrown on me and Madden, but um, man, man, hell of a game. You know, I I I don't know what else to say. Um, before before I, I give the mic back to you, you know what's crazy, and it just tells you how fair weather some of your fans are. People are actually saying if Russ and Pete Carroll is that is that the end for them? It's just like, are you serious? Like one bad season, and you're talking about is that the end for them? They like they can't have a bad season. Russ was hurt, trying to come back get his groove back. They just haven't found their rhythm, you know. So it's interesting just to sit back and see the uh, you know go on Twitter and just see what fans are saying about their teams. You know what's crazy? We we haven't had a franchise quarterback since Captain Kirk left. And I'll say that before that, we hadn't had a franchise quarterback since 1985. We've had quarterbacks come through, shine for a little bit, and then shuffle on. I'm not saying Taylor Heineke's a franchise quarterback, but damn it, I'd like to see what he can do. And one thing, and BJ, you kept saying this, you got to look at him like a rookie. He's never been able to sit somewhere in a system and learn. And he knows his system, but he's been able to execute in this system. So he's kind of sort of learning on the fly. But people are still saying, well, oh, man, I, 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 we need another quarterback. We need to get a quarterback in the draft. We need to get a quarterback in free agency. I didn't want to get Ryan Fitzpatrick. I said, OK, we got him, but I didn't really want to get him. I wanted to see what we had. In Heineke, I wanted to see what we had in Kyle Allen because both of them were on the roster. Let's see what we got. Now, everybody's, you know, had the fan base is talking about go get a, co- a quarterback. The other half is saying, well, we got to figure out how we're going to pay Heineke to keep him here. But just three weeks ago, none of y'all wanted him. It was maybe a quarter of the fan base that wanted him here. Make up your mind what you want, y'all. Ride this wave. He's going to make mistakes. Any quarterback's going to make mistakes. It's, there's no perfect quarterback out there. Right, stop the Heineke slander. Ride this wave. Now, speaking of the fan base, the fan base was kind of sort of rocked today because uh, RG three <laughs> released a. He's going to release a book next year about surviving Washington, and I, I said I had to, I had to say a little something about it. I want to know what you gentlemen think about that, but let me say this. This cat was asking for, he was begging for a job a couple weeks ago. Matter of fact, he was begging for a job, dropping hints and everything when Fitzpatrick went down. Now, all of a sudden, it's surviving Washington. Bro, you didn't even survive Washington. And I'm RG3 is my guy. That's my dude. I defended this dude to the ends of the earth. Now, you want to talk, you want to write a tell all book, a quote unquote tell all book? And I'm hoping it's a joke, but apparently, it's not a joke. Bruh, understand, get your money, do what you got to do, you know, but you talking about exposing secrets. Why are you exposing them now? Oh, because they wouldn't hire you. Now, you you do realize that you're probably not going to get hired by any other team in the NFL. It's It's maddening. (laughs) Must be the money. That's, That's the midnight rider say. It must be Delonte. 
come on, make sense, make it make sense, brother. All right, my bad. Uh, got defeated by the mute, the mute button. It, it's very windy. I don't, I don't, want to, I don't even want to say it was Wendy Williams esque. It's very uh, video vixen esque for you to write a tell all book. They, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. You can't even think of any other people who, well, I mean, it's, it's, I'm sure there's probably tell all books, but they probably telling like you know deep down dirt but he he's like surviving washington like dude no one feels sorry for you matter of fact that a lot of people are actually disappointed and laughing at you like bruh just like uh, just just like what katie said you was you know you was talking about some hello my phone y'all got my number whoop, whoop, whoop. you know what I'm saying all of a sudden you got a book coming out like bruh i i i, I hope it's worth it you know what i'm saying i hope it makes uh New York uh, Post uh, top 10 because not only will you not be an NFL quarterback again after this fiasco, you probably won't even make it in any uh, network's uh, broadcasting booth. Like, that's this is this is this is this is gonna be filthy. People gonna read it, you know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real, people gonna read it, but you know. We ain't gonna forget. Yep, when Fist Magic went down, you was like, "Oh, pick me, you pick me." And now you got a book coming out. Yeah, very, uh, very girly esque. You know what I'm saying? So, good luck, brother. BJ, you got anything to chime in with that little tidbit? Yeah, I mean, you know, money's money, and you know, we talked about it. You know, he's gonna make his money. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a given. He's definitely gonna make his money, and um, you know, um, it, it just is what it is. You know, he's gonna make his money, and people gonna read the book. And I don't think it's gonna stop him from getting a booth job. You know, because we know how things work now. If you're the hottest thing smoking, people want you. You know, even if it's also it's not controversial to a point where it's uh, detrimental to things. So, I think you're going to see this dude, um, you know, his book going to come out. He's going to be the hottest thing for 15 minutes again. And uh, that'll be the, the end of it, unless it's a absolute, like, bombshell in there. I mean, what are you going to tell us that we don't know about this organization right now? I mean, you know, so, I mean, like I said, he's going to make his money. People going to read it, so. You, you know what? He gonna come out. He gonna be the hottest thing smoking, and then Kirk Cousins gonna drop a tell-all and take his place at the number one uh, position yet again. I, that was just wrong. I am so sorry. That was wrong. That was wrong. I will fuck it. But um, anyway, last but not least, uh, something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I've I'm I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. Been a Notre Dame fan since I was a, a wee little lad. I don't even, I think, shoot, 87, 88, something like that. Been a Notre Dame fan. Uh, that's why I'm a Tim Brown fan, because he went to Notre Dame. Always been a Tim Brown fan. Uh, hmm. Brian Kelly led the fight in Irish to a 11-1 season this year. <laughs> the midnight riders in the text window he said kg i made the same kirk joke 
<laughs> hey, great minds think alike, brother. I just, <sighs> Brian Kelly led number six Notre Dame to an 11 and one season. Now, of course, we bowl eligible. Uh, maybe I haven't looked at the college playoffs, but he's walking away from South Bend to go to LSU. This dude is walking away from South Bend to go to LSU. I've only been hurt by three coaches leaving Notre Dame. Lou Holtz retiring. Tyrone Willingham getting fired. And now Brian Kelly walking away from the Golden Dome. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get that you want to go south. Dude, you built a winning program here. 11 years. And you're going to drop this on these kids before they go into play in the college football playoffs. I hate when coaches leave and they announce they're leaving right before bowl season. I hate it. With a passion, I hate it because you got guys that are freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and you're talking about walking away from these guys. They're go most of them are going to either transfer or leave because they came there because of you. Like that's got to be the biggest letdown as a player. You doing this now? I hate it. Like uh, Lincoln Riley, I think what he what he leave Oklahoma or what, what wherever he left, and he says uh, he he going to turn USC into the the mecca of football. And one of the players commented, "You just told us that last week." I just I, I can't. The Midnight Rider checking in. He said, "Glad he left. We're number six in the playoffs. Not glad he left. I can't agree with you on that, brother. I can't." I, and I, I'm used to being in national championship contention before the BCS because the, the, the BCS was just nothing but BS. And I'm glad that that's gone. But I'm used to being in national championship contention every year. Uh, he was ready to go. Ten years, 95 million is a lot to say no to. Yeah, it is. I'm, but you just surpassed the great Newt Rockney. As all-time winning as coach and at Notre Dame, which says a lot. We've been in a national championship game, what, twice under him? Bro, this could have been third time to charm this year. Now, it'd be crazy if they, they run the table in the playoffs, beat everybody, win a national championship, and then he rides off into the sunset. That, that would be crazy. That would be, you know, a fitting ending. But it was still hurt. I, I I don't know. Everybody says Notre Dame is the job that they want, and it's the job, you know, it's a dream job, and this, that, and the other. But then you have a little success in Notre Dame. One of these SEC schools throws some money at you, and you walk away. I I, I don't get it, man. I I um hurt by it let's just say that if you can't tell yeah he is already gone he has had his first meeting at lsu that, and that's dirty to me that's dirty 
dog, you couldn't save this shit until bowl season was over. And that's what makes it hurt even worse. That's what makes it hurt even worse. You walk away from these kids. And yeah, they are kids because they're in college. Some of them are below the age of 21. You walk away from them right before the college football playoff. And then you expect them to go out there and compete for a national championship. If Notre Dame plays that first game and they come out flat, I'm not even going to be mad at it. I'm not. I'm hurt. I'm upset. I'm just, I'm I'm really not feeling this move. And all this is going to do is put LSU on that list that I have Stanford, Michigan, Michigan State, USC, Boston College. Now, LSU is on that list. Programs that I absolutely despise. Now, the other teams that I named before were our rivals. You know, we play them, you know, USC, that's the Jewel Shillelagh. Uh, oh, don't forget Purdue because that's the uh, for the Shillelagh Trophy. You know, the megaphone and things like that. Those are my rivals. Of course, I, I despise them. But I despise LSU even more. <laughs> We're not getting in the playoff unless the apocalypse happens. Ain't the, ain't the playoff six, the first six teams, right? That's what I thought. Oh, they changed it. Four. Oh, wow. It's down to four now. Okay. Well, anyway, it's still a bowl game to be played. You walked away from a bowl game. You walked away from a bowl game. Okay. My mistake. I thought we were in the college football playoff. I thought it was six teams. Maybe that's that was just you know a what? pandemic thing last year. But you know what, brother? You know, I'm listening to you talk and you know, just what you feeling about the coaches, man. I I ain't trying to be you know um Heartless, but I just I really don't care because this is what college football has laid out to happen. You know what I'm saying? This is this is their baby. So yeah, I mean, does it suck for the kids? I, yeah, it does. It sucks for the kids, but at the same time, it's just like like what they. they they haven't prevented this stuff from happening. You know, they haven't prevented this stuff from happening at all. Um, you know, the, the kids get punished for leaving and, you know, having to do this, that, and the other. They transfer schools, but yet there's no punishment for these coaches if they do the same thing. And, and it's that's that's the issue. Like, why, don't, why doesn't a, a coach that promised kids this, that, and the third – have anything to kind of like you know show for like why what why why aren't they sitting out a year or suspended for half the season or find these lucrative salaries like you know it's just it's it, you get numb to it after a while because these coaches give these you know kids eat the world they promise from the world they get them there and then they can just up and leave. So until college football fixes this, and they're not going to, 
because this is about money. This isn't about these kids. I don't want to hear nobody say that. This is about money, how much money they can make, how many times they can rearrange these conferences to make more money and lucrative TV deals. That's what it's about. It's not about the love of the game. It's been not been like that for a long time. You know, watch it, enjoy it. Don't get too attached to anybody. That's 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 how you have to go now. Does it suck for the players? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely it sucks for the players. But same time, you know, if you're you're the parents, you gotta prepare your kids for this. You have to prepare your kids for this. And hey, like, okay, you know, we're let's sit down, let's see, you know, what this program is about, how many times have they changed head coaches. All this is 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 what you look into, you know, picking your school where you should. So if you're not, you should, you know, hey, how many times has this particular coach left? You know, in Brian Kelly's instance, I don't think he, you know, he's been there for a while, so but it's just like, yeah, you have to look at all this, man. I just don't feel bad for anybody now. <laughs> I just don't. It is what it is, man, unfortunately. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, the kids rally and, and, and play play ball. But, it, you know, it sucks. But it, it's just reality. I agree with you wholeheartedly. This is a cash grab. This is what money does to the sport uh the midnight rider chimes in and says the transfer portal still gives them immediate eligibility for now which is true which is true uh for now but who knows they might they might cut that off in in the in the next off season but i i understand what you're saying boss i just i hate it man because i'm i i live and die with notre dame I spent so many Saturdays at 3.30 watching NBC to watch that team play for the last 30-some-odd years. I've, I've watched them play every Saturday in some way, shape, or form. And to go through this right now, I don't, I'm, I'm not even feeling it no more. Like, I don't – I'm not even – I used to get up geeked up for bowl season. I don't even get geeked up for bowl season now. I'm really not geeked up now. You know, maybe uh, coming up uh, in, in about a month or so, we'll have like the uh, the Poinsettia Bowl or something. Maybe that'll get me ready. Or the Motor City Bowl or something. It'll get me ready for, for bowl season. But if I'm feeling like this, I can only imagine what the players feel like. So, But not going to dwell on it too long. Um Let's just go ahead and get up out of here. Uh, man, talked about a lot tonight. Uh, LeBron James, you know, hopefully no signs and symptoms with this positive, this alleged positive COVID test. Uh, so get well soon to him. Uh, as far as the two fans that were ejected out of the arena um, in Indiana, Indiana last week, uh, for their alleged derogatory comments towards Bronny, there will be no more uh, 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 disciplinary actions taken towards them. Just uh, ejected from that game and that's it. No more disciplinary actions. But nobody can confirm nor deny what was said. And it's just been a few people here and there that saying they were courtside saying, you know, hey, we heard this. So, uh, 
We talked about Washington winning yet again, three in a row. Uh, keep up the, the good work. <laughs> keep it moving, fellas. Let's fucking go. As Ron Rivera said, let's go. Let's get it. Um, to the fan base, to the Washington faithful, stop with the Heineke slander. Stop, man. Get a man a chance. Like, he didn't produce three wins and played pretty daggone good ball these last three games. We got six left. Let's see what the kid can do. Let's see what the kid can do. Stop with the slander saying we need uh, new quarterbacks and all this other stuff. And I'm not even going to touch on the Brian Kelly thing anymore. I'm not going to touch on the RG3 thing anymore. Uh, but I might be buying the book just to see what he got to say. But um, I, I like tell-all books like that. I like books like that. You know, like the Jordan Rules. One of the books that I absolutely loved. Uh, if you have never read that, please read that. And you'll see a lot of why Scottie Pippen feels the way he feels in 2021. Because he felt like that in 91. With a, with a lot of things that he was doing and saying. But he followed in the footsteps of greatness too. So, uh, gentlemen, any parting words before we get up out of here? Um, i like to uh, send... I, I, not sure who he is. I mean, he might, just might, but um, I had to uh, get, send a shout out to uh, Kimber Walker. Um, not sure if uh, anyone is aware, but you know, he was taken out of the rotation. This is a, a all star, um, signed a two year, $20 million deal with the Knicks, and um, Thibodeau removed him from the, the rotation. Um, so I believe the last I looked. Uh, Knicks and the Rockets maybe uh, doing a straight up trade uh, Walker for uh, John Wall. So we'll see how that unfolds. But um, you know, Kimber Walker, man, just keep your head up, good dude. Um, you know, I say he's always always been one of the top point guards. Uh, haven't really followed. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't really followed New York uh, Knicks basketball like that so far this season. I mean, even though we it's still kind of early, um, but. I will do my research and um, see why that coaching decision was made. So I just wanted to shout out Kimber and tell him to keep his head up. You got any parting words there, boss? Nah, that's it for me, man. I uh, I was about to touch on that, but Delonte hit that thing on the head, so. And that's it for me. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, appreciate the Midnight Rider doing this due diligence, showing up in the text window, correcting a few things and uh, chiming in timely. Absolutely yes, love it. Hey, uh, listen, uh, oh, my bad, uh, KG. If you listen, Midnight Rider, Fat Lieber. That's all I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, hey, check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, Sideline Junkies Colon Podcast. And then don't forget the Sideline Junkies 24-7 group, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Sideline Junkies, all one word. And the Midnight Rider says, my guy, not top five. Hey, hey, well, shoot. Y'all think that's funny. I was told today that uh, John Stockton 
was a top 40 player at best all time. He's not top one. I mean, top two point guard of all time because Isaiah Thomas was a better player. I said, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Look up point guard and you'll see the epitome of a point guard. Pure point guard is John Stockton. Just saying. I mean, oh, he couldn't play defense on, on anybody in any area. Isn't John Stockton the all-time leader in steals? If I'm not mistaken, you know, John Stockton's way up there in steals. He's all-time leader in assists. So, yeah, but um, it, 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 it's it's crazy. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's all the time we got for tonight. And John Stockton is the all-time leader in steals, with Jason Kidd being number two. But he can't play defense, though. Right. That's all the time we got. We don't do no overtime. Fat Lever is top five all time. We are out of here. Peace.